Welcome to the Wandering CEO Podcast, where ambition meets adventure. I'm your host, Priyanka, and I am on a journey to build a business and see the world because I believe we all deserve to live a life that resonates down to our very core. This podcast is all about aligning our career with our lives so that we have more fulfillment, freedom, and flexibility to do what we want to do. Join me every week for some real talk where we chat travel and entrepreneurship to start living lives we are simply obsessed with. Ready? Let's do this. Welcome back to the Wandering CEO Podcast. As always, I'm so excited that you're here today, and I'm really hoping the sound quality of this episode is okay, because I'm actually home in South Carolina for the holidays, so I'm just recording this using one of my Apple headphones, so fingers crossed that this sounds okay, and if it doesn't, I hope you'll excuse me, and I'll be back on my normal mic in the next episode. We have exactly one week of the year left by the time you listen to this podcast, and whether or not you listen to it within this last week, or you listen to the episode in the new year, I think this episode is going to really resonate with you and be helpful for as you look ahead to 2024. So of course, with one week left, I'm really starting to think about the new year. I'm not necessarily putting pen to paper or anything yet, but I'm starting to kind of think like what I'd like the new year to look like. And that really gave me the idea for this episode, because if you're anything like me, Sometimes when you think about doing something new or making shifts, whether that be in your career or in your personal life, you start to feel really anxious or you end up just feeling really stuck. So in this episode, we're going to talk about my tool that I use for dealing with kind of those anxious feelings or feeling stuck. And that is that I think about the worst thing that can possibly happen. And then I think about what's the best thing that can happen. So I'll obviously give you some examples and we'll dive dive deep into that. But one thing I wanted to remind you about is that this is a come along my journey type podcast, not a look at me, I have it all figured out, which means I'm sharing things with you as they start to, you know, maybe work for me or as I'm trying something new. I am not an expert in any of this by any means. I don't have it all figured out, but I think that's going to resonate with you even more because I'm going through this. I'm constantly dealing with those feelings of anxiety, just like that general nervousness when I'm embarking upon something new. And so anytime I feel just really anxious about something, I try to like take a deep breath and start thinking, okay, what is the worst thing that can actually happen? And obviously I'm going to, you know, put the caveat here. If the worst thing that can happen is that you could die or injure someone else, or it's just a horrible thing, obviously don't do the thing. So I'm not talking about that. I'm talking more about, you know, again, things you could do in your career or within your life. But if the worst thing that can possibly happen is actually a really, really horrible thing, that doesn't really apply here. And and just don't, don't do that thing. So when I'm feeling anxious, I tend to put pen to paper and I start thinking, okay, what is the worst thing that can happen? Because sometimes my anxiety starts to spiral a little bit and I have trouble even getting started on something new or I'm just like, oh my God, what if I fail? What if I fail? And so you really want to push yourself when you're actually doing this exercise and just start thinking, what is the worst possible thing that can happen? And just start writing it out and really kind of push yourself and be like, okay, is that is that actually the worst thing or, or what is it? And then once you have it, and you look at it, you might surprise yourself by realizing the worst thing that can happen when you do something might actually not be that bad. It might not be that scary. Of course, it might be uncomfortable, and it's probably going to be a little bit out of your comfort zone. And maybe the worst thing that can possibly happen isn't a desirable outcome, but is it going to end you know, your career? Is it going to be life or death threatening? And again, don't do that thing. <laughs> but 
when you actually see it and you actually go through and you do it and you look at what is that worst possible thing, I think you're going to realize it's not as bad as you think. And if it is something that's uncomfortable and a little bit outside of your comfort zone, even if taking the actions are uncomfortable or, again, the worst possible outcome is uncomfortable, that's okay. We are meant to do things that push us outside of our comfort zone. Growth comes from doing that thing that makes us feel scared. So as you write out what the worst possible thing that could happen is and you look at it and you go, okay, you know what? That's actually not that bad. Then the next thing I want you to do is I want you to start thinking about the potential upside. So now you know, okay, if this thing doesn't work out the way that you want it to work out, X, Y, Z is going to happen. And now think about, okay, if it does work out, what's going to happen then? What is the potential upside? So I'll give you a few examples. Number one, let's talk about this podcast, right? So obviously before starting a podcast, before starting anything new, but specifically the podcast, I had these feelings of, oh God, okay. What if people think I sound stupid for starting a podcast? What if nobody listens to this? You know, what if some people don't like it? And I wrote out every little thing that I could possibly could go wrong with the podcast. And then I looked at that and I'm like, is it really that bad? Like, is it really that bad if some people think I'm sound stupid? Okay. They're not my target listener. Is it really that bad if nobody listens to the podcast? Of course, that's not the reason I'm creating a podcast. I do want people to listen to this, but is that the worst thing? Like, let's say I started a podcast and it didn't resonate and nobody listened to it. Is that is that really that terrible? Or does that help me? Does that make me go, okay, so, you know, maybe podcasting isn't for me, or maybe I need to change what I'm talking about, or, you know, all, all these different things that can possibly happen from that. So if the worst possible thing are those few things that I listed, is it really that bad? Now let's think about the potential upsides, right? Now the upsides to starting the podcast are that I build this community of other people who want to align their careers with the lives that they want to live. I build this community of people who are just as passionate about travel as I am. I get other opportunities from having the podcast. Maybe I get speaking engagements. I mean, if you actually sit down and write out what the upsides are, I promise you it's going to be way longer than the worst possible case scenario. And it's going to make you feel excited as hell. So that's an example of starting the podcast, which I obviously have already started and people are listening to it. So, you know, things are going okay. So let me give you an example of what's happening for me real time. Okay. So obviously I have the podcast. I have my travel blog, Champagne Flight, and I shared in a previous episode that I was laid off back in October. So after being laid off, I'm obviously collecting unemployment and my unemployment runs out in a few months. And so I need to figure out my next steps. And even just saying that, like, I can feel that little spark of like anxiety coming up and being like, oh God, that makes me feel nervous. And I feel anxious about that. But when I think about that and I'm like, I really, really want to continue, you know, to be my own boss, to figure out something sustainable that I am able to make as, as much as that I need to make to live the life that I want to live and, and, you know, be able to, to save for some milestones that I have coming up. I have a wedding next fall. I'd like to buy a house at some point in my life. I mean, so thinking about all of those things, I know that I have a few months to kind of start figuring that out. When I think about that, and I think about the anxiety that that brings me, I start to think what's the worst possible case scenario. So let's think about it, right? If I continue down this path, and let's say I decide I want to do group trips, for example, and I launch a group trip, what is the worst possible thing that can happen? Well, nobody buys from me. That's one thing, right? Nobody actually wants to come on the trip. Okay, that's that's not great. But is it like that terrible? 
not really. Maybe that's not the thing that I end up doing. So then I try something else. And maybe I try to do a coaching call to help other women, let's say. And I do that. And maybe that doesn't work out. Or maybe the worst thing that happens there is that I hate it, right? And let's say that I am trying out these different things. And after the three, four months that I've left in unemployment, I run out of money. Let's say that happens. Okay. What is the worst possible thing that can happen then? I have to take a job or I need to start freelancing or I need to go in all these sorts of directions. And let's say I do take a job, for example. Is that so terrible? Is it because before I would say, yeah, oh God, that's not what I want and therefore it's terrible. But if I have to take a job and I take one with the knowledge that someday I will be back to being able to be fully working for myself and I need this you know, job as a temporary solution while I build up my savings or, or while I get things in order. You see, you see where I'm going with this? When I actually think about what the worst possible thing that can happen is, it's not necessarily that bad. And of course, I'm speaking from a place of privilege here because I do have unemployment coming in. You know, I live with my fiance, like, and I have, if, if I really, you know, needed assistance, I have people in my life who can help me. So I recognize that I'm speaking from a place of privilege. And so maybe this example isn't the right example for you, but I'm just trying to show you the thought process when you really start to think about it and go, okay, is it really that bad? Is that worst case scenario? If I quote unquote fail and whatever failure you know means to you, if you do fail, what's the worst thing that can happen? Maybe your pride is hurt a little bit, but I guarantee you that when you look at the upside, so let's just stick with this example, right? Where I'm like, okay, things might not, you know, things can, might not work out. I might have to like pivot and figure out other things. Or what's the upside, right? The upside is I make enough money working for myself that I can maybe take some more trips. I have full freedom and control over my schedule. I help other women do the same. I get to meet other women. I get to have really cool opportunities. Every single day is different from the day preceding it. I mean, think about those upsides. That. I mean, that really excites me. Even just sitting here, I'm like, oh my God, that sounds amazing. And so these two examples that I gave you, podcast and where I am right now on my journey, obviously those are career related, but this doesn't have to be, you know, big life-changing things that you're doing. It can be as simple as trying a new workout class because if you're anything like me, Sometimes even the thought of going and trying a new workout can cause you a lot of anxiety. And so do the same thing, right? Do this, go through the same type of process. What is the worst thing that can happen when you take a new workout class? You might be, you know, the most beginner one there. So you might think everybody's looking at you. Spoiler alert, they're not. People are always worried about themselves. No one's watching you. But still, that might be the worst thing that could happen. People are looking at you and people are thinking, oh, she's new here. Or you hate it. You, you never want to do it again. Like these are all the possible like worst things that could happen. But then think about the potential upsides. Maybe you find a new type of workout that you absolutely love. Maybe you find a new community of people. And I, and I, I just came up with this example right now, obviously, because I, I wanted to have something, again, that's pretty day-to-day that you could possibly do. But honestly, this applies to me too, because I have been doing pole fitness for about a year now. In January, it will be one year. And I remember when I went to my first class, I was so anxious. I was so nervous. It was completely out of my comfort zone. I had all of these thoughts. I was like, you know what's going to happen in this first class? You're going to try to get on the pole and your upper body strength 
is that of a toddler. You know, I was telling myself all these things, by the way, it was what, obviously I'm much stronger than that, but I was like, you're not gonna be able to do the moves or, you know, you're going to look like an idiot or all this kind of stuff. Right. I was prepared for that worst possible case scenario. I still made myself go because I already paid for the class. And then I ended up loving it. And one year later, I am obsessed with doing pole. I cannot wait to continue my journey. Am I amazing at it? Absolutely not. Am I still sometimes the worst one in the class? A hundred percent. But it makes me so, so happy. And so think about it. When we let those anxieties get in the way or we or we're just stuck and we don't move forward, think about how much we could potentially be missing out on. So just to recap, to put a little bow on that, anytime you're feeling anxious or you are feeling stuck, think about the worst thing that can happen. And you can do this a couple different ways. You can do it like I do and actually write it out and keep pushing yourself until you look at what's on paper. Sometimes having it written out is really helpful because you can look at what's on the paper and you can be like, okay, you know, maybe that's not actually that bad. But if you don't like writing it down, think about it in your head, whatever, whatever you need to do, maybe talk about it to a friend, talk about it to a loved one. However you want to do this exercise, think about the worst thing that can happen if you you know, do something new, if you try something new, if you want to make a pivot. And sometimes when you write that down, or actually every time that you write that down, I promise you it's going to be not as bad as you were building it up in your head. And then after you're done doing that, think about all the potential upsides and write them right next to each other if you can, if you are doing the writing thing, because you'll be able to see how many more upsides there are compared to the downsides. I love you. I'm rooting for you. I'm so excited. I'm excited to start this new year together. And I'm excited as always to see where this podcast takes both of us. Thank you for joining me today. If this chat resonated with you at all, I'd really love it if you could share it on Instagram and tag me so I can thank you for keeping the conversation going. Thanks again. And I'll talk to you next time.